that's a legit dick. Cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Someone posted it on Facebook because they're dumb. <laughs> Let me see. I want to see the dick. He's giving head. Holy shit. And it's smokes. fucking on Facebook. Well, to be fair, I did post my dick on my story one time. I mean, that's by accident. That was legit on purpose. It was in a comment. She posted that. Damn. Like, I don't People know. be posting dick on Facebook. I mean, if they want to take their chances in the comments, by all means. But I ain't fucking doing that. Shit. You just don't want people to see my dick. No, that's not it. <laughs> I just don't want to lose a fucking account for stupidity. Uh-huh. Sure. It's true. You just don't want to share my dick. Oh, my God. Stop. You get all the dick, but I can't give my dick away. It's fine. That's not what I said. <laughs> not even close. And you've given your dick away plenty of times. I have not. Yes, sir. Yeah, I have. Negative, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I think more dicks have been shared with you than I have shared my dick. My mouth, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Still counts. I guess. <laughs> The only thing I've shared with my dick is pictures. <laughs> no, you, you've you've had some pussy there. Yeah. In the poly realm, yeah. Yeah, I guess. That would be where. Yeah, I've only had, what, two, three I think swaps? Three. I think three. In swing life in eight years. Mm -hmm. So, I don't want to hear it, bitch. Fine, all right. Are you ready to do this? Yep. Are you going to take your robe off or you're just going to fucking... Why? What's wrong with having my robe on? You can still see things. No, you can't. All you see is the robe because is that, you're is on that, a diagonal. Is that better? Sure. You want me to freeze? It's fucking a million degrees up here. Says the person who has all the clothes on. Mm, to be fair. Right. To, to be, be fair. fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. Yeah, well, that's part of your job is. To be cold. To be naked. So you'd think that you would be, like, acclimated to no, the temperatures never, by now. Never, I mean, I'm sweating. Like, if I had a body that people wanted to see naked, trust me, I would be naked sitting here doing this podcast. And again, when your heart beats a million miles a minute, that's why. Well, who wears long sleeve in their own bedroom? <laughs> well, when my bedroom is normally, like, 60-something degrees... It was like it's a goddamn comfy. iceberg in here. It was 37 degrees outside. Why the hell are we having it at like 60 degrees inside? Because. That makes no sense. Because we live in Alabama. The AC be staying on. It's 37 outside. <laughs> do, do you know how much electricity costs when you turn the heat on in Alabama? You just gotta have to get more dick pics out. Or start giving handies at the truck stop. Shit. <laughs> I'd get carpal tunnel trying oh to make all that money. You got two hands. You just, just do it at a time. <laughs> the truckers are fucking cheap. I know. I know for a fact. I know you are. know because. That's all I had for a while. And they're cheap fuckers. Your Snapchat is fucking ridiculous with those cheap truckers. Uh, haggle, yeah. with, haggle with the prices. Well, no, I mean, they just haggle shit for free. Yeah. They want everything for free. Yeah. Wow. That's not going to work. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> fucking crybabies. All right. <sighs> Let's do this fucking shit. All right. It's a pineapple party. Oh, and we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that, too. It's the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Pedro. I always wanted to say that. Your boy. It's your boy. There you go. You got to say it today. Yeah. Probably sounds as stupid on this recording as it does in my head, but I don't care. Hey, it's fitting for you. Yeah, me and my flat brim pineapple hat. Yeah. Rocking it. Mm -hmm. So this is episode number 33, yes. and we have a special guest with us this evening, my buddy Pat all the way up from Pennsylvania, I mean Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. came down to fucking drive. Yeah, drove thirteen and a half hours to come visit us. That was mighty nice of you, he's sir. Such a, he's such a great friend. I, I try to be. <laughs> you try, huh? I try. E even though, like, you ignore me half the time in Snapchat. And I'm busy. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Pulling the busy card. <laughs> you do the same thing I do all day. 
you're, you're correct. Yes, I, I I try to provide miles of smiles. Yes, just since I moved though, I mean, the miles per smile have been growing. Yeah, but yeah, the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah, because you know I move away and you're like, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, not he's off the radar. He's like, hey. you know. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I think you talk more to my wife than you do me now. If she sends you Probably. boobies. Well, technically, yes. <laughs> technically. <laughs> but to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. The phone does go both ways. Hey, driver. I've been the one reaching out to you here lately. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck. Eh, He's got me. He got me there. <laughs> All right. I, I, I have no excuse. All right. So just a quick background on Pat here. Uh, you and your wife recently got into the lifestyle about what mm -hmm. eight months ago ish no actually we are at the 16 month mark now. 16 months okay yeah you're behind on the times here pedro well i mean well to be fair to be fair <laughs> sorry um my communication skills mm. have been lacking as as he says that since i don't reach out to my bestie gotcha but it's all right yeah so but also the first probably good eight months of that you guys didn't do much of anything oh, yeah, for sure yeah Definitely it was more just kind of like dabbling in the groups on facebook and yeah, me and stuff like me that being a horn dog i wanted to bang pretty much everything I mean, correct <laughs> i thought about even slamming my dick in a window just so it would go down but, uh yeah yes so. and your wife is a, a bit more reserved than correct. that correct yes yeah yes um, she's she's still kind of dipping her toes a little bit. She's had some experiences. Yes, yes, trying to find her comfort zone, exploring her avenues. Yeah. But so far, it seems like she feels comfortable in the hot wife space. Yes, yes. Where she goes out and she'll play with the guy mm -hmm. and then come home, come home and, and tell you all about it, and then you guys fuck like rabbits. Yes, yes, and then it's a great, great love session. Yeah. But the couple thing you guys are still kind of struggling with. Yes. Yes, we are. And is that because you both ha have difficulty finding people that you both find attractive? Or, like, what's the holdup on the couple swapping? She's very reserved and selective. Where me, it's if I get, like, any kind of attention from a smoking hot girl, it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm still going to run away like a schoolboy because I don't know how to act, but that's just my thing. Okay. So, so basically, you guys just need to work on being more comfortable around other people in the lifestyle and being able to open up and kind of get to know people to the point where play could happen. Correct. Yes. And that's, like I said, I'm a very sociable person, mm -hmm. but being put in a situation where i know how to act but she doesn't i mean i'm the goofy i'll talk to you whatever whenever right and especially when alcohol's involved it's even more fun everybody's inhibitions and everybody relaxes right come down and, yeah know. i mean and th that's probably kind of I an issue for your wife because she doesn't drink much uh, no absolutely so yeah. you know her walls kind of stay high yes at meet and greets and parties and stuff like that right um but do you feel like the the closer friends you are with another couple like the more chances there are of things happening like compared to just meeting people out for the first time i would say so yeah because you got that you, you skipped over that weird awkwardness of getting to know one another you're already friends with the person right. so you can fool around act dumb they know your personalities and everything. And that's like my thing. Like, look at what we did when we did, we're in high school, we would party, whatever. I had no problem talking to girls then, but after I got older and started like seeing these other smoking hot girls, I never had this self-confidence to move forward with it. I always settled for the, the nerdy girl, I guess would say, um, because they, they were shy. I was shy. And, and that's the way that went. I mean, I kind of have a thing for nerdy girls, so. You do. So I kind of shoot my shot with them first, like before the the quote-unquote, you know, popular hot girls. Correct. And I feel the lifestyle 
in my opinion, is it's kind of like high school. It is. It's very much like high school, actually. A lot of it is like it. You have your cheerleaders, which is the smoking hot girls, and you have your nerdy, nerdy girls, like the book club girls, and then you have your guys, you have your jocks and your... Like the computer club. The computer club, thank you, yeah. <laughs> the, the IT kids, so... Yeah, I mean, but the thing I like about it is I can kind of dabble in all of it, you know, because like we were talking, you know, this week about how you have an issue with the self-confidence and approaching women you feel are out of your league. Correct. Yes. Oh, my God. Where me, I'm a douchebag and I don't care. Like (laughs) I may be a six, but... (laughs) I'll talk to a fucking 20. I don't right. care. No, I agree. And that's where I want to be. Like, I need that self-confidence again. Well, I think what helps me is, like, after you've been rejected so many times, mm. the, it stops stinging so much. <laughs> yeah. So you don't really care. Like, mm. you really have nothing to lose. Yeah. You know, you right. just walk up and try and make a good first impression and hope that what you said or, you know, did around them was something that they're going to be like, hmm, he's a six, but I think I might want his dick. Yeah, this could work. I mean, that's that's my goal mm. is to make, you know, the the 10 through 20s want this little, you know, poor six. <laughs> like, that's, that's how I go about things. So my advice to you would just shoot your shot. Shoot like, my shot. Like, you're going to get turned down a lot. Uh, I'm sure. I always did in high school. But you're never going to know if you don't shoot your shot. Right. And the answer is always no, unless you ask. Exactly. So, that's my advice, buddy. I appreciate it. So, what do you got for us, Tink? All right. So, in our swing segment, I wanted to talk about the bad advice that some newbies are receiving in the... Uh, in the swing groups that we're on. Pat's over here <laughs> fucking trying to do sign language. I'm like distracted by you, Joe. I'm like, what is going on? I wanted on? to move it. I wasn't sure. What are you trying to do, driver? I don't know. Good thing it's not like one of those like mach- fucking machine things because he would have no idea how to work that. You need it up, down, I'm in, good. out. I'm good now, thanks. Okay. <laughs> Having tef- technical difficulties with the phallus looking microphone <laughs> first day, first day <laughs> yeah. so when it comes to like bad advice apparently there when it comes to the newbies that are in the lifestyle there is a lot of fear jealousy insecurity and their emotions that they're going through when they first join the lifestyle and i from this post from a group it says that quote unquote the experts will tell the quote unquote newbies that if you're feeling this way or are scared of this happening the lifestyle isn't for you i would like to know who the hell is giving that kind of information and are quote unquote the experts i mean there's a lot of people that say that on facebook like i've really you've seen it all the time i wonder if it's like the older age well it's not just the older it's the ones that have been in the lifestyle for years and years you know, they've gotten over all that and they forgot what it was like oh. to be new. See, that's a that's kind of like a kind of like a slap in the face to the people who are new coming in. And, you well, know, and that's one of the things I hate about Facebook, because, be, because you get all these douchebags. No, you get the douchebags that forget, hey, we were new once. And they just kind of the, ruin it. They want to talk shit to the yeah. people getting into it. And, and really, it's just scaring them away from them even. Like, yeah. You're not encouraging them to even right. learn of, how to go through all these emotions. Instead of being open and honest and saying, yeah, we went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like like as a guy, I didn't know what it was going to be like to, you know, see another dick inside my woman. Like, yeah. and of course, you have your insecurities. Mm-hmm. There's jealousy. There's freaking trauma that you didn't even know existed in your body that comes out yeah i mean all these things happen and until you do it though you're not going to know how you respond right you know and that's kind of the unfortunate thing about it Mm -hmm. 
like you kind of have to be in that position, go through it and then step back and talk to your partner and be like, you know, so this is how that made me feel. Yeah. You know, and I think where a lot of couples kind of go wrong is they let that insecurity and jealousy come out in the form of like disappointment or uh, like anger. Yeah. Which limits the conversation that you can have. Are you okay, Pat? Yeah, I'm good. I'm getting comfortable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't like my Dollar General chair? It, it, it's phenomenal. It sucks, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's It's made for like a it's 10 like, year old girl it's like a squatty potty huh? yes it kind of is like i have to like pull myself out of it <laughs> yes so i feel like when those new couples argue about things that have happened in the lifestyle mm-hmm. until they can figure out how to communicate without you know passing judgment or uh like with leaving the anger out of the conversation and right. just being able to let each other speak open and honestly and actually listen to their partner, mm-hmm. then they're going to have a bad time. Yeah. But once you can do that stuff and it takes time, you know, but yeah, I mean, it took us time to kind of get through things. And I mean, every situation you come across is going to be new because you've never had it before. So you exactly. don't know how each person's going to respond to that scenario. And then the best thing is to just talk it out, but you're, to say that if you have those feelings, you don't belong in the lifestyle, those types have, of people need to get out of the lifestyle. If you don't have those feelings, you're not you human. should probably go to a doctor <laughs> or like a psychiatrist. Right. Mm, yes. Because everybody has jealousy. Everybody has insecurities of some sort. And there's always going to be fear. And you're always going to, you know, overthink everything. That's just human nature. It's what you do. Well, yeah. It's how you're programmed. Exactly. And it gets easier. Yeah. I think. With experience, it, it does get easier. But then there's always those new situations that pop up that put you right back. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've been in lifestyle eight years. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel I'm pretty comfortable with everything that we've done. And I know that there's always possibilities of a situation coming up that will put me right back in the position of being like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same exact way, and I struggle with it more than you ever did. So, yes. like, that's a fact. That's definitely been something that, and I don't know if it's something that mainly a lot of us girls go through, or if it really is just the person in general and how they feel towards, you know, seeing their partner with somebody else or a scenario uh, that their partner's in or that they even find themselves in. That, you know, they're not sure how to process it right away. Honestly, I feel like the the insecurity and jealousy happens more so in men, or at least openly. Mm. You us, know? us women don't say it. Yeah. We feel it, but we don't say it. Yeah, because, like, you'll see it all the time where couples will be looking only for females like we talked about. Right. And, you know, that's kind of like the one penis policy. Mm-hmm. And now, yes, there are some women out there. You were one of them that just didn't want another guy Mm -hmm. at the time. But I mean, to continue on that path forever Mm kind of makes it look like you're not allowed to have another guy. Yeah. Like it's cool. If you want to do that for a couple of years, like that's your thing. You don't get to play a lot, you know? So when you do, you want another female. Cool. Mm -hmm. But like, if you're out at all the events and all this right. stuff, like, like if you're a frequent time, flyer and that's your go-to all the time is you're just looking for that unicorn every time. Yeah. Then that kind of screams one penis policy. Yeah. And you know, to each their own. But, yeah, I mean, but like you said, it's one of those things, you know, you kind of, you kind of have to be like, okay, do this for a couple of years and then try to grow in the lifestyle and go a little bit further. Right. You know, cause you should both be getting fulfillment out mm-hmm. of the lifestyle. And if all you're looking for is one gender or the other mm-hmm. for both partners, I mean, it doesn't really seem fair. No. And and you're also limiting your pool of opportunity. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, especially if it's a unicorn hunting couple, mm-hmm. like that pool is very small. Very. It's like 1%. 
It's like a Tupperware bowl. <laughs> yeah. The you smallest, <laughs> smallest Tupperware bowl size. Yeah. Wow. I mean, like, I feel like the, the couples that look for single guys. They, they've got a better chance. They have a much better chance of finding something. Yeah. I mean, definitely. there are a bunch of sketchy single dudes. Well, and even married dudes that play separately. But Yeah. Uh, or just the single dudes that are in the lifestyle because they're single and they're, right, they don't actually they don't actually be they're not actually in the lifestyle. Right. They're just there just to fuck. Yeah. So I don't know. Like like I don't wanna say that unicorn hunters like are bad because it's it's not a bad thing. No. It just from the outside looking in, it really does scream one penis policy. Yeah. And but like you said, it'd be different if it's one of those things you, you don't really get out that often. Right. And it, if that's what your go-to is because you don't get out that often, that's one thing. Yeah. Like if you only get to, to play a couple times a year. Right. Then yeah. Like I, I, I understand, you know, your woman wants her girl time. Mm -hmm. And if you get to play as a guy, cool. Like, right. but as long as like the guy isn't off doing his thing. Right. You know. If, if he can hook up with whoever he wants and the woman can't, that's shitty. Yeah. And, you know, the same thing goes for, like, the hot wife type. Mm -hmm. You know, unless it's, like, a that's your dynamic and mm -hmm. you both agreed to it that only she plays, mm -hmm. then that's shitty, too. Right. Isn't that even close to say would be cuck? Yes. At that point? Yeah. If mm -hmm. she's the only one, I guess, that does it. and Right. That would definitely be in that cuckolding realm. Realm, right. Okay. So, but like I said, unless they both agreed to that, right. mm -hmm. like then, you said, that's then that's fine. Dynamic. But if she's going to go out and fuck all these guys and, you know, she says that you can't do that, like you can't go fuck other women mm -hmm. and they're not in a cuck dynamic or he says, well, I don't agree to that, but she still wants to go out and fuck up, that's fucked up. Right, yeah. like that's, that's not ethical. No, definitely not. Because that's just her saying, "I want to fuck around and, and cheat," and you can't, and you can't. Right. Yeah. So, neither of those scenarios are good. No. You know, and that's kind of where those dynamics kind of do get the bad raps. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yes, there are some totally legit, you know, couples that that's their dynamic. You know everything's on the up and up mm -hmm. but then you have the other ones that you know it's a one penis or one vagina policy yeah. and that's not cool in swing or poly you know like i let tink have whatever she wants it just happens that a lot of the time she wants vagina because i don't get it <laughs> can't reach my own it's not the same yeah but i mean like you've played with tink correct yes and you have a penis Mm -hmm. So, like, for us, we just go with the flow. It's whatever, you know, we want at the time. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel it's, if she's comfortable doing it or any female's comfortable doing it, and if the partner's comfortable doing it, then, hey, that works for them. And kind of like my wife and I, like, I'm comfortable with her getting more, more dick. I mean... She was a Catholic girl, or a Christian girl. I can't say Catholic, but Christian girl. So she's only had one, and that's that's about it. So, Right. So, you know, but she also doesn't mind if you go out right, and bang absolutely. other chicks. Because she knows she doesn't give it up as much as ho at home as I'd like and get my needs fulfilled. I mean, granted, it's a busy lifestyle for us. So, and I'm... I'm fortunate enough that she's happy with it and everything else that right. goes along with that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's ethical non-monogamy. What we don't want to see is, you know, the ones that aren't allowed to go and do what the other is doing. Right, and I think if it gets to that point, then it's like, we got to reevaluate the situation here. Right. So, for those people that give that bad advice saying that, you know, if you feel jealous or you're insecure that you don't belong in the lifestyle, just tell them to fuck off. I agree. All the way off. Yeah. yeah. Because we've all been there. We've all been newbies. Yeah. I mean, if you don't feel some kind of way when you see, you know, your partner stick their dick in another woman or, you know, you see 
your woman have another man stick his dick in her, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Like. You have to be able to process that. And if you're not, then. You're not ready. This isn't right for you. Yeah. <laughs> or are you, like you said, you need to go get your head checked. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, like for me, like I, I can see you with somebody and be perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But then it could be somebody else and it kind of puts me in my feels. Yeah. So. It's just one of those things where each situation is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And that's why you need to talk about, you know, your experiences and be like, hey, this part about that made me feel this way. Right. You know, because like, say, maybe somebody got a little too dominant with you. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that because right. that's we have a master slave dynamic. dynamic. Yeah. Like, and if you didn't shut that down, mm -hmm. then I would feel some type of way about that. Right. You know, it would be you know, maybe a little jealous or uh, a little hurt. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to come at you and be like, what the fuck, bitch? Yeah. You know, like I'm going to say, hey, I don't appreciate that you allowed this to happen. Mm -hmm. And then I leave it up to you to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Right. And if it does, then we have to reevaluate what our dynamic is, mm -hmm. you know, and how we play. Right. But that's just how things go and if you mm -hmm. can't have those conversations then i would say you're not ready to be in the lifestyle mm -hmm. like if you can't open and honestly speak to your partner about your wants needs insecurities jealousies you know and work together to overcome them right then you don't belong in the lifestyle so that's my advice pretty sound advice i think i thought so <laughs> so we're gonna move on to polly yeah so Hang on one second. One second. It needed, it needed my face. All right. So this was a kind of another post that I had found in one of the Facebook groups. And he was talking about a closed triad with a female, male, female. And the issue that had occurred was one of the women was feeling like she wasn't getting enough. Um, she wasn't getting enough attention. And so she felt like what she needed, well, she basically sexually, she wasn't getting enough attention. And the other woman was quick to get a lot of O's and they would kind of become comatose. And then the husband would be pretty much already tired and done. So therefore the other woman wasn't getting sexually satisfied. So she felt like she needed to find that person outside of the relationship, which it wasn't a, a no in the relationship that she couldn't go and do this. However, he didn't want to have her find somebody who would dom her, even though she is a submissive and is needing that in her life. And he's not fulfilling that because he's not a dominant. But for whatever reason, he's not a, wanting that kind of relationship to occur for her outside of that. Okay, so I see a couple of things wrong with this whole situation. I'm, I'm sure you do. First of all, mm -hmm. it's really not hard to break up the dates. You know, fuck one one day, fuck the other one the next day. Like, Right, don't try doing it always three together. Yeah, like if, if you don't have the stamina mm -hmm. to fuck two women until they're satisfied, don't attempt it yeah. because it's going to make you look bad. Right, and you're going to leave your partners unsatisfied. <laughs> so why can't they just make a schedule? Like, you know, or at the very least be like, hey, I can only fuck one of you a night. Yeah. So you two choose who it's going to be. Mm -hmm. I like don't who, care. Who needs the dick more this night or yeah. you know, the next? Like, well, Why would it be so hard to do that? I don't know, because it kind of makes it sound like that's kind of the only time that they ever were having their sexy time was all together. All together. Yeah, and now, if that's coming from one of the women... It, it was. No, I mean, like, oh. if if one of the women said, we can only have sexy time all together... Right, right. Then that's a red flag. Yeah. Because if you're in a triad, each person has to have an individual relationship with the other two. Correct. So that's how, like, a poly relationship works. It's not like you're doing a friends with benefits kind of thing. Yeah, I mean... If you can't fuck one of your partners alone in a triad, that's a red flag. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. 
I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's fun to have it all together, but it doesn't always feasibly work that way with time restraints, well, jobs, yeah, everything and else. And let alone, like you said, if you can't be able to maintain yourself through be, to be able to fuck two females, don't even attempt it. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm pretty fucking good in bed. Mm-hmm. And I've only attempted it a handful of times because I know how hard it is. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, luckily I, mean, I was able to accomplish my goals, yeah. you know, and get both of you off each time. But I don't even know. I, I would rather just do one and then the other. Like, right. Just have it be, okay, here's your nights. day. Here's, an, here's your day. Yeah. Like special or, occasions. We'll all play together. Yeah. Like if you went somewhere or just, yeah. you know, here's an anniversary from us all getting together. Or yeah. But on a daily basis, no. That would be a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. Like I myself won't even want to do that. No. Because like, like, okay, I don't have the dick, but I use the strap on. That's a lot of fucking work and you get fucking butt cramps. Yeah. Especially do. if the girl is hard to fucking get her to come. You're working like double time because you're like, dude, I, I one, I can't feel shit. So, like, I really don't know if I'm hitting all the right spots. And then, if you're hard to come, I literally don't know what spots you hit to get you there. And that might mean that I'm going at it for half an hour. And then maybe, just maybe, I'll get her there. Well, yeah, I mean, like, the last time that we had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and we fucked all together. Mm -hmm. like That was a long session. It was like two hours. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah, I, it was a long session. I literally like went back and forth like we were in 15, doggy side by side yeah, like for like half of it. 15 20 minutes each. Yeah. While they were like making out and like I'd be trying to finger one while I was fucking the other. Yeah. Oh my god. You just needed a Gatorade. He, he was just like I want this to be over. <laughs> just Gatorade in the IV. Man. Jeez. Like it was fun, but it's definitely not something you would do every single night or like every time y'all decided you wanted to have sexy time. Like, okay, I no. think it was more fun for you girls than it was for me. Oh yeah, definitely. I was Hands not. Down. I was not having a good time. No, you were. You were basically having the wrong fun of exercise. Oh my god! <laughs> like that was the worst form of cardio yes. I've ever done. Like you were a sweaty well, mess. Yeah, like you I was like, literally just dripping all over their and he, asses. And he oh, doesn't that's, sweat. That's like time. when we fuck, we could fuck for two hours and he's not dripping sweat. <laughs> but when we did that with both of us, you were that was the first time I ever saw you actually like dripping in sweat. And I was just yeah. like, Well, our oh, girlfriend a lot of work. <laughs> our our girlfriend liked being like slammed. Yeah. Uh, so nice. like I couldn't just like go nice easy strokes, you know. Yeah. She wanted it like Put her head through the headboard type. Oh, drywall yeah. type deal. Nice. Fucking A, man. Like, she's that is... definitely fun. <laughs> she's fun, but see, I, I think what it is, I, I think she was a size queen. Mm. So, like, I had to work overtime to compensate for the fact that, like, I'm not huge. Yeah. So, it was definitely not a fun time. Yeah, no. yeah. I would much rather do what we had done prior to that and just, like... I would go over there, fuck her. I'd fuck Tink, you know, mm-hmm. on a different night, and it worked out great. But to do both of them together, ugh, fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta line it up, do it again. No. Like, I would much rather have a male-female male than right. a female-female male threesome. Oh, because the other male... Is it able? Yeah, to, able it, it gives you a break. It's fucking, like, I can like go on cruise driving. control. Yeah, I can I go on cruise control. control. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and like, if I do put in the work, you know, when I'm like in the vagina or ass, I can take a break in 10, 15 minutes right. and switch out. Right. And, you know, go get a hand job yeah. or get a blow job. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I can just chill. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let the other guy fucking put in some work. Exactly. Like, yo, tag, you're it. Because <laughs> I'm not a fit guy. You know. Have you, look at me. Borderline <laughs> munchkin. I know. Like a goddamn weeble wobble. <laughs> I know. You're a little more. I run through the grass. My ball's dragged. No wonder I'm laughing all the time. <laughs> you're a little more round than I am. You're, yeah, you don't think. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm not fit by any means. No. 
So it's like, I don't want to have to work that hard. Mm-hmm. See, for me, I would definitely work that hard because that's fun. I'm getting my cardio. I'm working out at the same time. And I'm doing something I'm enjoying. Who likes to run on a treadmill? Not me. I'm fat. I like tacos and donuts. I mean, I like all those things, too. But I don't want to be, you know, If I'm going to die, trying... I want to die in a queef chapel, not on a <laughs> treadmill. Okay, see, but here's the thing. Like... And, and I know you haven't been in this position yet. No, definitely not. So it sounds great it until does. you're in it. Well, you're right. I, and I know I, I play the scenarios in my head a lot. I mean, like I said, you're my mentor for this. And you tell me what to do, what not to do, and what to expect, what not to expect. I mean, like, I, I hope you get in that situation one time just for the experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Me too. But, but I'm telling you, you'll walk away. Going, God, well, I don't want to do that again. That was cool, <laughs> but never again. <laughs> F all this. He was right. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to nut quick mm-hmm. because you're so excited, and then hopefully you can get hard again and keep going, but that's not always the case. Right. And, you know, sometimes it kind of kills the mood for the ladies when you nut quick. So, like, it's a double-edged sword on that. Mm-hmm. To where, you know, like maybe if you got hard again, you could last longer because it's the second round. But, you know, it may have killed the mood for the ladies because they're like, what the fuck? Right. Exactly. And like you said, that extra male helps. Or or the other thing that's going to happen is you're going to have what I always have happen where you're going at it for fucking hours. And, you know, like it takes hours to get both of them satisfied. You know, because, like, Tink can come fucking 20 times before she's like, I'm done. <laughs> Tap me out. Yeah. Where our girlfriend, she came once. In a two-hour period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what led you to believe that she was the size queen. Yeah. And it's what made me be like, never fucking again. Because. This is entirely too much like work. Yeah, because, I mean, like. It, yeah, you don't want it to feel like work. It's difficult mm-hmm. to get her off by myself, like when it's just us two. Yeah. And uh, trying to get her off and keep Tink satisfied because, like, once she starts having orgasm, she wants to keep going. Oh, well, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. they keep building for me, and if I stop, then I have to start all oh. over again to bring it back up. Yeah, so, like, like, I would give her, like, four or five orgasms and then switch to the girlfriend, but then still be trying to finger... <laughs> Tink <laughs> to keep her her coming, right. you know, for ten fucking minutes. I'm like getting freaking like hand cramps. Oh my god, like, like dude, hamstring like pulls. My, my arm and shoulders, and you know, my ass and thighs. And I'm like, I'm cramping. You're yeah. like, I want to be done. Someone tap in. Yeah. <laughs> my tag yeah, like, partner. dude. Literally, as soon as the girlfriend came, I was like five pumps and done. Like, oh Thank yeah, God, this is over. Yeah, he was done. <laughs> And yeah. then he just laid there across the bed like this. Yep. Just <laughs> you bitches. Starfished <laughs> like a motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, wake me up on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, in, in, in this scenario, him not wanting her to be with another dominant guy. I mean, as a dominant myself, I get that, but he's not a dominant. Right. So he can't sit there and say, no, this can't happen because he's not even able to offer that to her. And that's a need that she has. I and feel she's voiced that. I feel like he's using that as an excuse to go the one penis policy route. Mm. So like he's not saying I don't want you to have another dick. He's just saying I don't want you to have someone who's dominant. Right. Because he knows that she only wants another guy if they're going to be dominant. Right. She's not just going to go out and fuck somebody to fuck somebody. Right. So he knows that if he, if if he says, "Oh, I just don't want you to be with a dominant guy," mm-hmm. then that eliminates her from going out and being with any guy. It's, that's true because she doesn't really. Well, I mean, she could still feel like she's not getting anything though because. But it doesn't matter if she's not going to fuck another guy mm-hmm. unless he's dominant. Mm-hmm. By him saying, "I don't want you to fuck another dominant guy," she's not going to, and he wins. Right. So it stays in the current, you know, one penis policy yeah. dynamic that they have. 
it kind of seems like we that that happens quite often even if like they don't even realize that that's kind of what the situation has become for them right i mean like for us you don't go after the dominant guys because of our dynamic mm-hmm. you know and that's we both agreed on that that wasn't just me saying you can't no that was me going i don't want another dominant i can only handle one dominant and i only want it to be you yeah because like if you had said i want more than one dominant Mm -hmm. our level of you know our power exchange Mm -hmm. would be much lower like i wouldn't put the time and effort into you like i do Mm -hmm. if i'm gonna have to share the submissive side of you with somebody else right because it's not worth it for me at that point right because like we have talked a couple episodes actually quite a bit of episodes back our whole focus of our training was to get me to the point where I was because our goal was well your goal was to have yourself a submissive and to teach me what I wanted to learn out of becoming a submissive and as the time went on I turned into being a slave for you and it's opened you know quite a lot of doors for me but if it would have been different where I had said I wanted to have another dominant on top of you, you would have only gone so far with what you needed out of me. And then I would have had to find the rest with that other dominant. Yeah. Like I probably would have only went into like the sexual side of things. Like, and not the mental. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it would have just been like, I needed you to be a pain slut mm-hmm. and to basically take whatever I give you. Yeah. But other than that, I wouldn't, you know, have any say in your day-to-day uh, life and all that right. because I'm not taking all that on. Right. That's like a full-time job. If you're going to have another dominant mm-hmm. that is going to be probably teaching you different things mm-hmm. that are probably wrong because, you know, there's very few real dominants out there anymore. Right. So I'm not going to fucking waste my time. And that's just how I feel in the current landscape of bdsm like yeah, there's so many fucking fakes it's and people very that understandable. know nothing and they just think because they can be an asshole or because they know what a crop and a flogger is they're like oh i'm a dominant right like and i that's... i can choke you you know i'll pull your hair like that's this being kinky yeah <laughs> Get the fuck out thanks of no thanks i'd like to keep my hair on my head <laughs> yeah like see now going into the whole kinky thing not to get off topic but we do it all the time it's okay yeah like that comes in the rope play and everything like yeah the whole being tied up and Mm -hmm. in my other profession like rope play is like a part of my job and like it never really hit me until we started talking about the lifestyle you and i Mm -hmm. and then tink was there the one night and it, then that's when the light bulb came on. Like, wait a minute, I've been training for this for twenty years, and why is this, why am I now just realizing this? But on the funny note, you're more of a submissive guy. I'm a correct with the right partner, um, but I would also would consider a sensual dominant. Maybe, yeah, I would go that route with, with that. As far as a submissive, like I said, with the right partner. Because, I mean, like, I've known you 20 years. Yeah. It's a long-ass time. <laughs> and. Oh, yes. Like, I've just always seen you in that submissive role, like, in your relationships and everything else. Right. And I think that stems from, I like a woman that's in charge. Like, she tells me, all right, bitch, you're getting, you're going to get off now, this time, whatever. I mean, that stemmed from my past experience as a child, not having, say, a dominant female figure, which. So you I have like. a mommy kink. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if you want to call like, it that, I never really looked at it that way. You got mommy issues. You know, like we say, like the women have daddy issues. I got mommy issues. It explains yeah. why I like older women. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. No, absolutely not. But yeah, like it's just funny because. Like I, mm-hmm. like I see you as the submissive type, right? And you know, like when we talk about these kinky things, like you really kind of come alive when you talk about. <laughs> I do. Like, I don't know why the like, submissive side of things, right? 
Like, you never talk about wanting to be dominant with somebody. No. Because I feel I'm, like, hurting them or... Or it's just not, it's right. not the way and it I, goes. And I'm over here going, ooh, this sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But like you said, it, it's like that mommy thing, that nurturing, caring, mm-hmm. coddling type deal that I never had. So right. now it's like I look for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's tough. I, I haven't really found a female that's willing to do that. Well, Tink was. I mean, not so much on the, the Not so much on the, the mommy side, not so much. Yeah. Like, I have more of that, like, soft, sadistic type. Because, like, I, I like I, I like to be sensual with it, but I also like to be a little bit kind of like a bitch. And I will right. put a little bit out of what I want, which is to inflict a little bit of pain. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what happens if I do this to you. Or if, you know, I decide, let me, like, smack your balls really hard. And then, like suck your dick right after and let me see if i can still keep you hard like that excites me well i, I could see that yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah so with this guy's situation i mean or this woman's situation <laughs> the woman's it's a one penis policy so either, masquerade yeah that's all it is so she should just move on Definitely. yeah or just stay out of that whole triad and don't yeah don't try it anymore so what do you got for the kink and BDSM if you can get your phone to open? I know, my phone hates me tonight. Okay, so this one we see quite a lot when it comes to being in the BDSM lifestyle is where people have assumptions on the roles. So Okay, yeah. So people think, you know, because I'm a girl. You're submissive. I'm a submissive all the time. And a man is a dominant. Right. You know. Right. This will be a quick topic, which is good because... We're running behind. Um, <laughs> like usual. The the natural order of things is that women are submissive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, very true. it's ingrained into our brains. Yeah. Like, it's in our DNA mm-hmm. that women submit to men. Mm-hmm. Now, I know the feminists out there are like, fuck you, Pedro! <laughs> you dumb motherfucker! That's not how it is! But that's how it is. Uh-huh. But know. it's true. I mean, that's just how it is, and it's been that way forever. And... That's why there's such a shift when it comes to like guys like Pat mm-hmm. that look for a female dominant, mm-hmm. you know, because as a man, like you, you grow up feeling like you have to be that dominant male. You yeah. have to be the alpha male, mm-hmm. you know, and the truth is maybe 2% of us actually are. Yeah. Like there's leaders and there's followers. Not many people are leaders. No. You know, and and that's okay because you need the followers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how the world works. Yeah. Like, you got to have a general and then an army willing to follow him into battle. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, we're ingrained with all of this in our DNA. Mm-hmm. And I think when people finally realize as they get older that they're like, hey, I'm not that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not that dominant, you know, alpha type, alpha type. Yeah. And I hate saying alpha, but I mean, it's you know, the easiest that, thing for people to understand that a type right. yeah. personality. Mm-hmm. Um, then they start to explore their submissive side, mm-hmm. you know, and the same thing for women, women are taught to, to be, be submissive. submissive. Yeah. So and then when they realize talking. like, I don't really want to be that, mm-hmm. you know, or they grew up in a way that they had to be more dominant be more assertive, mm-hmm. be more, you know, loud and had to fend for themselves. Yeah. And, and then they and need to go the other direction and feel right. more. They identify honest. more as a dominant. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, the now submissive male and the dominant female link up, mm-hmm. you know, cause like for people like me, it's very hard to find a true submissive anymore, hmm. you know, because the, the feminism movement mm-hmm. has kind of brainwashed a lot of women into thinking that they are these dominant women when they're really not. Right. Like they, they don't have a dominant bone in their body. Right. But they're like, fuck you. I don't need no man. Right. And it's like, you can't even open a pickle jar. Yes, you do. <laughs> like, let's not get crazy. Hey, here. now I cannot open a pickle jar, but I have my tricks and I know how to get it without your help. 
That's, and it's not breaking the jar either. That's wonderful. <laughs> that was just a stupid analogy. I know, I'm just but, saying. But, I mean, half these women that say they don't need no man, they can't provide for themselves. Right. They're not. They can't provide for their kids. Mm-hmm. They need that extra support, and, that, and it comes from a man. And it, Yeah. They can't even, like, function as an adult mm-hmm. on their own. Oh, yeah. We definitely... And we know a we lot know, of women like that. We do, yeah. I just had like a whole bunch just go through my head. I'm like, oh, yeah. We know a few of those. You know, but you put them with a dominant man and they thrive. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how that works, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so like the assumptions, I think, are natural. Yeah. And they're going to happen. Is But people just have to be respectful about it. Right. You know, so like say somebody's interested in you mm-hmm. and they don't know that you're submissive or whatever mm-hmm. and they're interested for whatever reason in a bdsm type dynamic mm-hmm. instead of assuming that you're submissive and being like you're going to be my sub right you know they need to say you know excuse me are are you into bdsm for one mm-hmm. that'd be a good start you know and then if you say yes they can be like, you know, what do you identify as? You know, are you yes. a submissive, a dominant, a switch, a and brat? I, you know, like I've what's had your... a few people that I've even asked that, and I mean, sometimes it kind of turned them away when I said that I'm a switch. But I mean, if that's not something up your alley, that's perfectly fine. But I'm also not really looking for that because my fulfillment is done there in that lifestyle, right. except for in the aspect of dumbing a male, which does not happen very often. I mean, it's right. more popular than what most people think, but it doesn't always just, you know, jump out in front of you. Right. Like you have to look for that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like aside from just being respectful when, when asking about your assumption, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of have to deal with it because we're always going to assume a male's a dominant and a female is a submissive unless there's something visibly obvious right you know like if a male is wearing a fucking collar right then obviously you know he's probably a submissive right i mean and if a dom or if if a female is wearing like a dominatrix outfit right then she's probably not a submissive probably Probably not not, probably not you know but if you don't have those clues right you don't know then you just have to ask Mm -hmm. politely Mm-hmm. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. Right. <laughs> so, dick. I mean, that's that's really all there is on that topic. Don't mm-hmm. be a dick and ask politely what people People's identify role yeah. in the in the lifestyle. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps that up. Yeah. So, what, what do you got for our fun segment? Well, our fun segment. I thought what we could do because long and behold, here I am at like. 18 spanks oh so we're gonna do another 20 spanks yeah might as well make it more even and rounded so each cheek is fair so we are going to do where pat is going to partake in this because that is an option that we have not been yet to fulfill is someone else being designated to dish out my spankings Sounds good to me. Are you up for that? Do you consent to that, Pat? Yes. Do you consent to giving my giving me my spankings? I can try my best. Okay, because we can like each get a cheek. Yeah. So you can do ten, and I can do ten. Sure, we can do that. Why not? Okay. All right. Cool. And now I think uh, whenever you get spanked, yeah, you should have to tell us something that you hope will happen. This weekend with the three of us. Okay. So after every spank. Uh, you realize I'm not going to come up with 20 things, right? Yeah. She's going to come up with 20 things. I guess we have to spank her more. Or less. <laughs> it would be less, not more. <laughs> Perfect example of why I'm the dominant. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm over here like, I'm already at 20. Okay. And I rounded it up. Like, come on. I okay. gave you two extras. All right. I will compromise with you. Since you want to be a little bitch about it. All right. What's this compromise? After 10, mm-hmm. you give one thing that you want to happen this weekend. So there'll be two things. Do you think your little whore brain can think of two things? I, I might be able to come up with a couple more than two. 
I just feel like 20 I may not be able to come up with. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that you can come up with stuff. So it's only be two. Okay. So after 10. All right. Okay. Okay. So make them good. All right. All right. So we'll be right back. We got to get into position because the kink kitchen is a little crowded tonight. <laughs> so we'll be right back with fucking ass spankings. Yay. All right. Okay. Here's number one. Mm. There's number two. Oh, that was a good one. There's three. Oh, fuck. Four. Huh. Five. Oh, six. Seven. Oh, fuck. That's the same spot. Eight. Nine. one that's 10 all right so something that i would really like to have happen is i would like to have the eiffel tower where i'm on my hands and knees sucking a dick while being fucked from behind okay i think okay okay so here we go hit her again oh yeah <laughs> we need 11 oh that's right. <clears throat> oh okay there's 11 Oh, God damn, there's 12. <sighs> That's 13. Oh, fuck. 14. Oh, 15. Oh, 16. Mm, 17. Ah, 18. Make it a good one. It's like warm. <sighs> the butt rubs feel great. Wow. Okay. Well, I got, there was 19. Here comes 20. <laughs> oh, fuck. As he almost pushes me over the freaking table. Okay. So... The other thing that I would like to have happen tonight is if possible, I'd like to try DP. There, I said it. You can just use this mic. DP, huh? You think you can handle that? I don't know. I'd like to at least try. Okay. So what position do you think that's going to be most achievable in? Probably... Me being on, like, on top of one guy and the other one standing behind. Okay. I think we can make that happen. I think. I think that might work. Well, I guess uh, we will have to see what happens. <laughs> see if you get your wishes from your, your spankings. Okay. We'll see if the wishes come true. <laughs> My ass is on fire right now. Good. All right, well, uh, if you're watching the video, um, she's wiggling her red ass now. And if you saw our hats, they are, of course, from the Trendy Pineapple. And you can find them on Instagram at the underscore trendy underscore pineapple. Um, and also make sure to check out our friends VJ at VJsHotspot.com or on Facebook. And... Also, make sure that you listen to Full Swap Radio. We are now in the lineup, and there's a ton of other fun kinkin' E&M podcasts that you can listen to, and there's even some audio story podcasts on there that they read sexy stories. So if that's your thing... That would be kind of hot to listen to while driving check down the road. Check that out. Yeah, you can like play with yourself while you're driving. <laughs> just don't get caught. <laughs> well, I mean, it's easy for you girls. You yeah. can just kind of like... Finger blast yourself. Or yeah. just use our little our little remote control vibrators. Yeah. You like can the do ones that, that you insert, just the ones you can hold on your clit and you're good to go. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. And uh we'll be back next week with another fun episode and another guest. Yeah. As long as they don't cancel on us. Hopefully not. <laughs> so it should be fun. So we'll see you next week. Bye. And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials. 
on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast, at Tink Swings One, and at JUST underscore Pedro83. We're also on Instagram at KSENM and Kink Podcast. And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. So if you are in Alabama and want to get together, let us know. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next week.